Welcome, welcome to Mozzie and the Muscle, our show about all things football and, well, maybe just a few things outside of that. We are not reporters, we are not journalists, but damn it, we do love to talk about it. Welcome into Fantasy Football with Mozzie and the Muscle. I am the Muscle, joined by my co-host, whose team's running back is going to be doing the most, Mozzie. Hey, let's hope, baby. How we doing? I'm uh, I'm doing well over here. Had some uh, Mexican food in my belly. Ooh. Got the quesadilla, the chips, the guac. I started having some Marg, and then I'm like, I'm getting a little reflux. I'm going to save this Marg for another time. <laughs> yep. That's how we know we're getting old. Yeah. Margs start tasting like sugar. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's a strawberry banana marg. It's actually like surprisingly good and not overly sweet. Um, you know, I could see that because banana kind of cuts the sweetness for. a bit. Yeah, it's a dull it kind of, flavor. Um, it mirrors the flavor, the aftertaste of tequila as well. Oh, that's a, that made that attracts. Yeah. Because I'm going to say like strawberry banana is not a very potent flavor no so, so yeah that, i feel like that'd be good but yeah it works because like they don't just make it like super sugary sweet strawberry like you know like when you get just a strawberry mark so it, it, it ends up working surprisingly well i think so okay yeah the uh yeah as you as you get older your body has acid in places and times you don't want it as we're both experiencing today You're right <laughs> <laughs> the acid monsters man um the acid monsters so we already covered the thursday night game um speaking Which of acid just, i guess trips, even though we don't yeah. even though we don't really need to cover it dude jack del rio what the fuck your corners <laughs> dude emmanuel Forbes has had a rough start and like it's funny that the same play burnt them twice like oh my god they like were coming back and then they probably cost themselves the game the first time they missed a tackle like that like going for the pick letting dj Moore go by like it's dj Moore, like he was like three yards from the first down at the point, maybe two yards, but like you just tackle him. You don't go for the just fucking hero play. Right. And then exact save fit. Like it's like right after they pulled Forbes out. Um <laughs> the guy who was his backup got burned by DJ Moore. But it was an overthrow. And then another different corner did the same hero a hero pick. Oh my gosh. I'm like, where's the fucking discipline, my guys? My God. They're, I don't know if halftime they're just like, we need a turnover. And they're like, you got to coach. Yeah, <sighs> they. Reckless attack. <laughs> <laughs> the offense just like wasted the first half. It was tilting. But anyway, um, anyway. That was we, hilarious. yeah, it was, it was tragic comedy at its finest. Um, <laughs> Shakespeare would be proud. So we start off with our London game. I'm, at, I'm calling it Buffalo at Jacksonville since Jacksonville's been there. And they're staying there, and they're used to the time change. Um, it was funny. Diggs was talking about, like, he doesn't sleep much anyway, so he's fine. And then he, he called Josh Allen a sleepyhead, like, multiple times. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which I can I see mean, Josh can Allen see being a sleepyhead, yeah. Yeah, of course. That fits. Um, <laughs> I was having a tough kind of time deciphering this game. Uh, this, I think that you and I both touched on that this has sort of a trap game vibe to it, because I think very clearly this is what should be a buffalo victory 
Um, Buffalo's clearly the better team. It's just... It's in London. Time zones are going to be weird. There's, you know... The Jags have been over there. Yeah, so they didn't come back, right? They just stayed there. Um, yeah, I believe so. I'm, I'm assuming so. I don't know why that would come back. The one thing that is saving me from thinking... So, like, I think this does have trap game written on it, but the one thing that I think is saving the Bills is Josh Allen's rushing ability, um, which I think should come into play pretty big, because Jacksonville, I've noticed, leaves a lot of open space there for the rushing quarterbacks. Um, I don't think they'll have Devin Lloyd back either. Which, that's pretty big, too. Yeah, at least they got to go have, like, a fun trip in London. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay, yeah, they, they they ruled Lloyd out officially. Well... And then Zay Jones is questionable. They do have Cam Robinson back, though. I was going to say, yeah, they have both Robinson and Harrison back. So that's, you know, helpful. That's both of their tackles. (laughs) Which is good, since they might have Von Miller back on the Buffalo side. Um, I know. I've been waiting to see if he's going to play or if he's still, like, a week out. Yeah, he he said he was (laughs) 94.5%. <laughs> Those are his old words. Um, <laughs> so I mean, you know, maybe he won't play. I don't know. But Greg Rousseau is out. Obviously, Tre'Davious White's out. So I I think hmm. I like I like Ridley here. He's the only Jag I can really pinpoint. Um, the Buffalo defense has been pretty solid. Um, I was a little unsure at first, but then they held Miami in check. So I'm like, okay, this is like actually real. Um, yeah. And then Trey White goes down. We're like, okay, like they. I mean. They're still going to be good, but I think if there is going to be a vulnerability, it'd probably be there as they slot someone in his place. So Ridley's kind of the only one that stuck out at all. Um, Diggs is obviously a monster, but um, that mid- that middle of the field for Jacksonville has kind of been the weakness. So I think maybe we could finally see a Kincaid game, or we might get you know Cook with some open lanes. Ooh, yeah, that would be cool. I did, yeah the. Jacksonville kind of stinks against that. I could definitely see Kincaid. I I feel like he's already doing way better than most rookies do. It's just that Laporta's crushing, so it's getting overshadowed. Yeah, Laporta's doing like I'm. I'm just surprised how often he's getting the ball. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I wonder is the over under pretty reasonable? Because this might be an over for me. I feel like that's right, just because like there's kind of like. I feel like there's gonna be some level of fuckery with them well, coming over is. to London, but yeah, um, the Bills' defense is definitely playing really well, and I'm glad to see that they took a little bit of time to kind of get their stuff together. But they they lost some pieces in the off season. Their one linebacker is playing really well uh, outside of Milano. I think it's Bernard. Gotcha. I mean, yeah. If if Rousseau is also like like Rousseau's out, if if Fawn Miller is also out, I mean, then I would probably look more to the over. But, I mean, it is 40 and a half. That's pretty hefty I mean, still. That is pretty high. So. But that's still, I mean, 27-24 gets you the over. True. Yeah, Bernard's got 29 tackles, two sacks, and two interceptions. He has filled in really nicely for Edmonds, who is not filling in well at all. <laughs> for the Bears. Yeah, I, I'm still going to take the Bills, even though I think this is one of those games that you can look at as a trap game. I think I'm going to just hold fast yeah I, I, this might be one where i need to say the injuries to make the final decision like vaughn and zay like depending on which way they go i'll kind of make a decision like if we you know if we get vaughn and zay out i'll be like okay bills 
if we get Vaughn out to say in, I might lean more back towards the, the trap side of it. Because, yeah, this does have the trap game vibes to it. But, like, if, if Devin loiter in, I would be like, okay, I'll take that. But without him, it does make it tougher. Yeah, no Devin Lloyd, that was like, okay, I feel better about saying they'll they'll survive the trap game. Yeah, but next up we've got one that I don't think will be a trap. Uh, the Giants at Miami. The spread has ballooned to 12.5. 47.5-point <laughs> uh, total. You know, I wouldn't take the spread here if I was betting. It's just so because... large. There's no reason. I mean, I feel like last week was officially rock bottom for the Giants, that they will have a better week, even though they've had several weeks of being bad. <laughs> last week was really bad. I mean, they were in prime time. Uh, they're arguing, like the coach and the quarterback aren't getting along. Everything just kind of went wrong and they imploded. So I do think that's one of those bury the ball kind of games. I expect the Giants to bounce back, actually. But not enough to win. No, no, no. I'm not insane. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so injury-wise, the tough part for me, though, on the Giants is their line is pretty banged up. Um, Their line is horrible. So (laughs) they're going to be missing uh, Shane Lemieux, how do you say his fucking name? Uh, John Michael Schmitz and uh, Andrew Thomas. No, John Michael Schmitz. Who will we jingle Heimer to? <laughs> Does he just he like be like, oh, you can jingle my Heimer. And they're like, what? And then he what? points to his name tag. They're like, oh, okay. I thought that was a euphemism. So, but down three linemen. So I'm guessing it's going to, we're going to have, well, okay. There's at least Glowinski. Wait. Yeah, there's at least Glowinski and Bredesen. Ben Bredesen's terrible. Yeah. I was he like, is a starter by, uh, not by choice. Yeah, we've said his name enough that I'm like, I know he's played. So, but, um, I thought, wait, Mark Lewinsky, I thought he was supposed to be like a big addition. Has he been out or something? Or has he just not been good? I thought he was an addition. I, um, I'm he might have been out. Maybe. I don't know. I need to dig into this because I'm like, wait, why is why has he not been playing? That that's the only thing that makes sense, right? <clears throat> what are they gonna do? At ta- are they gonna put Matt Pert back in at right tackle? You know, that's a great question. Hey, boy. Yeah, I don't know why Golinski had not been in. Maybe they just went with Lemieux over him. Maybe that'll be a revelation for them. Um, <laughs> he got some. Okay, I'm trying to figure this out because he got some snaps. One point. I'm very confused why he hadn't been playing. He's definitely better than Ben Bredesen. I don't see any designation on him, so he's going to be, I assume, their guard. Um, yes, I think, is it going to be Bredesen at center? Oh, and I think, I think oh, it's Josh uh, Azudu. I think I say, I'm not, as I say his name. I get to the point where I'm like, man, am I saying this guy's name right? Like, Who's going to be their center? Oh, goodness. Oh, the Dolphins won't even have to blitz. Yeah, this is where it's, like, tough. I'm like, <sighs> their line is destroyed, and it's already trash. Maybe, like, maybe it's to the point where it's so bad that the backups will, like, play enough harder, like, that it <laughs> makes it better. I don't even know. I'm just, like, God. trying to come up with things here. But, I, I mean, it's, it can't get worse, can it? I didn't think so. <laughs> like, the Dolphins maybe. have some depth, too. Like, 
Deshaun Hand and Emmanuel Ogba aren't even in their starters. Yeah, they've got like Phillips and Wilkins. Yeah, they've got a pretty mean like front potentially pass rush wise. So yeah. this could get ugly. Um, yeah, forget what I said. <laughs> buried the game. They. I still think the Giants buried the game ball. Um, but they might need to do it again. <laughs> so I I wrote quads in here. He's he. I think he'll be back. I'm not positive. But if he's back, um, I don't know how his rushing will go, but he'll get a lot of PPR looks. And then I wrote Wandale in here as a stream because he's kind of just been their best wide receiver when he's been back the last couple games. And he, he can get open in a hurry. And that's kind of been the you know archetype of guys who have at least had some success against Miami. So I, I had a hard time kind of deciphering Miami's defense too because I haven't really seen like a good lead on how to target. I mean, Diggs wrecked them. Right. And Eckler balled out. So, so I'm like, I, I don't know. <laughs> they're very aggressive yeah um but i think they can get pushed around by uh, like people that are strong at what they're doing more or less yeah like i i guess yeah i guess if they're over aggressive then wandale and quads can make them pay on that but so wandale this is actually an interesting one here he they left him at 3k on DraftKings. so mm. and full ppr at 3k he's gonna end up super popular i'm like think i take that but there's a part of me that's like what if this is so shitty that like it doesn't matter like even at 3k he just gets you like nine or ten and it's not enough that's kind of what i'm worried about it's a it's a real dilemma i'm having with myself because at first i saw that i'm like like daniel jones is gonna have more than three seconds on any play yeah like you just you hope that he gets enough like comeback time but you also hope that it's soon enough that they keep him in because like where he's been hurt, like, I think if this game gets just so out of hand that they, like, pull the starters, like, they probably pull him because of his injuries he's been dealing with. So, that's my concern. Oof. Yeah, I mean, I'm even worried about Barkley because if they're just getting through the line on every play, he's just going to have, he's going to need to break one to have, like, a solid day. Yeah, I, I could see him going the Camara route of just getting a ton of dump offs, but again, I don't. Could. I don't know if he is for sure playing, so gotta keep an eye on him. Um, for Miami, and by the way, injury wise, um, Needham and Rob Jones were designated to return, but it doesn't like they'll be back yet. And then Teron I Armstead is uh, on IR. Uh, yeah, I saw one guy who was a Giants reporter, and he basically said this is like year six of the O-line rebuild, and it's the worst one yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. Oh, um, I do feel bad for him. A yeah. And, it and then, like, Miami just got shellacked, so they want a bounce-back game. Yeah. I, okay, so I this is kind of my next question is, does Devon A-Chain, like, come back to Earth, or... Is he still just going to dominate? My only worry about Miami players in this game is that their defense might score half of their ceiling. Yeah, Miami defense is definitely a great option here. I will say Jalen Phillips, um, he said he's not fully recovered from his oblique injury, but thinks he can play in week five. So I'm not sure if they'll play him or not, so keep an eye on that. Um, But yeah, that's why I think like, I think they're all still in play because of their efficiency. Like, I mean, even if it's, you know, even if they stop halfway through the third, like, and the defense scores two touchdowns, there could still be, you know, four more touchdowns for the offense. Yeah, I mean, we know they're not afraid to put up 70. (laughs) 
Part of me was hoping they would just stop at 69, but I feel like McDaniel like sort of wanted to. Um, so close. But yeah, the Giants have been terrible tackling. Like Washington last night, that, that's been the Giants. Um, and Miami's not the team you want to have trouble tackling against. <laughs> so like, I think they're all like, all they're all in play. Like they can all get past tackles. And like, I don't, I don't know if this is the week A-Chain comes back. Sorry, A-Chain, fuck. Uh, comes back to Earth or not? They run a lot of man, right? The Giants, the I Giants. think so. Yeah, because we were talking about um, who did they play last week? The Seahawks, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so I remember we were talking about DK like crushing man. I feel like man is a really bad scheme for the Dolphins. Am I wrong? I was thinking the same thing. I'm like they're playing man a lot, and they're playing the Dolphins, and they can't tackle. Yeah, like. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the spread might Jeez. be right <laughs> yeah the spread might be actually generous. yeah oh gosh so that's probably enough about this game though moving on to yeah. carolina at detroit um detroit's oh, pretty God. hurt coming in they're really hurt so it's given it's making me nervous actually yeah amon ross st brown doubtful probably not gonna play branch is out uh cabinda their fullbacks out uh jamison's back but Gibbs popped up as limited with a hammy. Um, yep. So that's not ideal. Um, Xavier Woods still out for Carolina. Um, and Austin Corbett is not quite back yet. They still got the Corbett in the garage. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> so Monty should be a banger here because he, you know, with Gibbs having this trouble, their, you know, their line is healthy. Carolina's been struggling against the run. But, like, you know, missing a fullback. Missing your main weapon, they can kind of focus in. I, uh, what are you thinking here? Well, the injuries are making me very nervous because that limits the Lions' offensive potential. On, because when you take out Amon Ra, their wide receiver room gets really shaky, especially if they're all beat up. It's like this would be Jamison Williams' first appearance in like forever. Yeah. They probably wouldn't want to give him a full snap count. Yeah, I don't um, think they want to, but. They, they might kind of have, have to. to, which if your if your wide receiver room is really struggling, that will let the Panthers defend the run a lot more easily. Yeah, and that worries me because now they might not even have Gibbs, who's your shifty one. Now you're just running up the middle with Monty. Um, and I keep having flashbacks to last year when the Lions and Panthers played. The Lions were huge favorites, and they were on a roll. And the Panthers creamed them. And that was with Steve Wilkes as coach and Sam Darnold at quarterback. <laughs> so I'll be honest, I am not putting money on this game. In fact, I almost took Carolina. Yeah, the spread the spread dropped a half point to nine and a half, but yeah, like I'll probably still cover that. The ten I was like definitely. The nine and a half, I'm like, I wish I had that ten push, but I'm just I'm really nervous because no Amon Ra, Jason Reynolds is hurt, and Jamison Williams is questionable. Like, Von so, Bell's just going to, like, sit up there in the box, right? Yeah, like, exactly. He's just <laughs> going to the sit thing. there. <laughs> so, and, you know, Monty gets a lot of carries, but, like, I don't know if his day will be efficient. I mean, it's not really his and game, the, per se, but. And even, like, Laporta, that's one thing they could just, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess he kind of like is the beneficiary. On, on Laporta. 
I mean, man, they might actually, yeah. Because, like, with Xavier Woods out, I was like, what are they going to do? But honestly, yeah, Jeremy Chin might make the most sense. Or, like, like I, I could even see, like, Troy Hill making sense, too. It's like, Jeremy Chin is, like, 6'3". He actually doesn't have a size mismatch. Yeah, because I think he's been playing a lot in the slot. Um, I guess it makes sense to put him against Thielen. I mean, I'm sorry, Thielen's on that team. My bad. Wrong direction. I do that all the time. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're both blue. They're both cats. You know, <laughs> I feel like that's a reasonable mix up there. Um, yeah, honestly, that actually makes sense for him to put Jeremy Chin there. He's probably, I think he's been playing something for some safety with Woods out. So The only reason I'm not taking Carolina is I don't really believe their offense can take advantage of what their defense is like. Their defense is going to have a much easier day defending this beat-up Lions offense but I don't trust their own offense to capitalize on that. Does that make sense? Yeah, I know that, that was my point of contention too because like Detroit's hilariously been a pass funnel this year, um, <laughs> which is so much different from, you know, years, the couple of years past. Um, oh God, when they were just, you just run all over them. Exactly. So I'm not really, I'm not going to pick, you know, Sanders here per se, but I mean, I guess I'd lean maybe we keep sealing Thielen and Hurst, but because that wasn't, I think Mingo was out last week with a concussion, so he's back. Mm, okay. I don't know. Maybe, maybe this is our game. We finally, you know, we get the Bryce game. I don't know, but that'd be nice. I wouldn't mind seeing Bryce like show up to the recital. <laughs> All the other quarterbacks are there. At least <laughs> Stroud and Richardson are there. Like, where's Bryce, man? Yeah, they've been they've been balling. Uh huh. Who, who do you think? Because it's obviously come up that they like they want a number one receiver. Who do you think they're gonna like try to try to get? I was thinking Broncos I am, guys. I know they're gonna at least try for Higgins. I don't know obviously if uh, the Bengals are willing to do that, but I'm sure that he is 100 percent on that call list. I'm sure they'll try to snag Devonte. I don't think that'll happen, but yeah. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, it's probably Higgins and Devontae, and they're probably like, hey, Denver, like, we've kind of heard you don't want to keep both these guys anyway. You want to <laughs> you wanna give us one? So I feel like Judy would be a great grab for them. Who else is not doing well? Well, because like, I was thinking... Is, you, oh, you can't appeal to someone like Devontae because you're not a competitive team. Yeah. yeah that's why I was like with, with Denver. I'm like, I don't think, you know, Judy and Sutton are too worried about like that right now they're right. young enough that they're like okay let me just get on a team with a quarterback i know can at least be good um like mevins and michael thomas are both in division and that division's competitive um yeah like i couldn't really think of anybody else per se so i can't either those are kind of the main ones um yeah yeah it's pretty much that's the list. So it's like Denver if, uh, made the most sense to me. I was going to say if Washington was like winless, I'm sure they might go for like Terry. Yeah. The one other I thought of was Pittman. I don't mm-hmm. think, I don't think Indy would do that, but his contract is coming up. So, yeah. but yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see how, it, how things go this week. There might be a little more clarity for teams after a week or two, but yeah, this is a game I might end up kind of staying away from. Yeah, I'm even. I don't know if I'm gonna say straight under, but the, I'm definitely because it's only 44. But I am leaning more towards this kind of being a gross game. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure Monty's gonna end up really chalky in DFS this week, for what yeah. it's worth. Just with 
the Gibbs cue and then the matchup like is going to show up with the green like oh Carolina's <laughs> been bad against the run yep. so the green green means go <laughs> yeah I'm looking to see um yeah he looks like he'll be kind of popular so this is on on DraftKings on FanDuel they made him like super expensive it's kind of funny but <laughs> the way the way the different size price stuff always make me chuckle like how you'll see sites over adjust or like adjust late or something mm-hmm. yeah i'm sure on fanduel i wouldn't pay up for it nah me neither but next up we've got baltimore and pittsburgh oh let me get my coin <laughs> uh... all right is I, it uh I said i'm doing a coin flip for this who's one because... who's heads who's tails is it ravens tails pittsburgh heads um where is my coin i, actually I don't, I don't think a steeler has a tail <laughs> I think yeah, Ravens is tails because you know Ravens are notorious for their tail feathers. <laughs> I I suppose there's the, there's that like one Fred's episode with the moment of like they're flipping a coin and Joey's like uh like the bird will be heads. Oh, yeah, they're like trying to like type between birds and clouds for something. And it's like the bird will be heads because birds have heads. Oh yeah, I love that. <laughs> it's like what kind of clowns? <laughs> what kind of clowns? Do you- <laughs> but I think I'm picking Baltimore here. Um, we will have Kenny Pickett. I think it was, it was just like a bone bruise on his knee. Um, I like pick-ins here, for what it's worth. Um, the Ravens' weakness has been alpha-type receivers, and that's pickings. So, like, it, well, it was kind of tough week one because they played Houston in Stroud's first game. Like, that was obviously a rough time. But since then, um, we saw... T do well. We saw um, Pittman do well. Last week was kind of a bit of a wash. I mean, I mean, Nico even did well week one. That's that's what it was. Yeah, that's what I was tracking. But obviously, with DTR, it was kind of tough to tell last week. Yeah. So. Also, the coin was tails, so I am taking Baltimore. All right. Yeah, I'm I'm with you there. I Baltimore. <laughs> um. So Oa and Worley will be out. Morgan Moses is looking doubtful. They will have Stanley back. It looks like. Um. Ooh. And then Odell and Bateman and Hill all look like they'll be back. So they'll have their full array of skill guys, which have, I think this, this is the first time. Because I know when Mandrews came back, I don't know if the other guys were healthy that game. I don't know. But everyone's healthy this game. So <laughs> that's looking good. I like Zay and Mandrews a good amount. Um, I think especially Zay because Pittsburgh has been kind of funny. Like, Every team's like actual like number one target that they want to get the ball to has been doing well. It's it's literally <laughs> weird. Um, so because like week one, I you balled out. Um, week two, it was um, Amari. Week three, Devonte. Nuts. Yeah. Week four, um, it was that was that one was Nico. We thought it might be Tank Dell, but that one was Nico. Um, yeah, but either he one kind of works. He is more of the X for sure. Yeah. So like that's what that's kind of what I'm thinking. Zay here. He's... I wonder if Odell, how he's doing. Yeah, I mean they're both gonna play like Odell and Bateman. I'm just kind of worried with them in general. Like to me, Zay's their number one, right? Like um, I like receiver yeah, wise. So that's kind of why I'm leading him. But I mean, this total is 38. <laughs> Also, for those wondering, the reason I did a coin flip is because I I basically said in this specific divisional matchup of Baltimore and Pittsburgh, it's almost 
like I actually think flipping a coin to decide who wins is like likely <laughs> than trying to burrow my head in the sand and figure it out because there's just these two teams hate each other. It's just going to be a bloodbath. There's going to be a ton of injuries. The team that wins is the team that's going to have like the least injuries on the day. <laughs> the Steelers um, are actually fairly banged up going in as well. Yeah, I was going to mention that. So they're missing their punter still. Um, who again, really good punter. They won't yeah. have more. Who's been their left tackle? Um, he he got the job over Broderick Jones. So I think we'll actually see some Broderick Jones this week. They won't have James Daniels. Um, and they're missing Muth. They're missing Leal, who's kind of been you know D line rotation. Um, and then they're missing uh, that. Sorry, Highsmith is questionable. So a lot of lot of iffiness here, and so that that was kind of pushing me towards Baltimore as well. If and he's one of their best linebackers, because mm-hmm. um, obviously Holcomb, we like him. I'd say the next guy is Highsmith. I don't really consider TJ Watt a linebacker. I consider no. <laughs> him a pass, just a pure pass rusher. Yeah, <laughs> no, linebacker yeah, like technically, uh, but yeah, having your contain linebackers out against Lamar. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing, like. If being torn at all, it's like, okay, one side's got Lamar versus, you know, Pickett. So I'm like, oh, you know, okay. Like, even if Pickett ends up fine right now, I'm like, Lamar's clearly better, obviously. Like, that's not really a contest, so. <laughs> yes. Correct. But anyway, it's prob- probably enough on that game. Um, yeah. Low Houston, and gross. Yeah. He, yeah, man. That's that's a gross total. Um I could see that going over, but anyway, Houston at Atlanta. Speaking of gross, uh, we're both taking Houston here. Um, I did have a little trepidation at one point looking at the injury report. Um, Christian Harris is going to be out on Houston's defense. So, you know, against Atlanta, you don't want to be missing guys in the middle of your defense. Yeah. But um, they will be healthier on the line. Um, so, looks like we'll have Tunsil back. Looks like we'll have Titus Howard back. Oh damn! Um, so that's good. On defense, um, Malik Collins, Shaq Griffin are questionable, and um, Hanson, um, defensive uh, depth at linebacker, is also questionable. So, you know, hopefully those guys all play for them. If they're all out, that might make me feel a little more on it. Um, and then for Land, they're pretty healthy. Troy Anderson's on IR, but otherwise there's no, no one, you know, new. Um, but, man, I just can't pick Ritter. That's it. That's I, that's the whole, yep. I think D'Amico is good enough to, like, recognize that Ritter's yeah. shit. Ritter like, just sucks shit. In all fairness, <laughs> like, Houston should be underdogs, and they are. And the Falcons probably should win this game because of the way they're built. You can run on Houston they're set up to run and they do it really well already. So they should be feasting on that. But they're like, if they had Mac Jones, this is like a 15 point victory. And (laughs) we're like, it's just Ritter has been so bad. Remember when the Falcons said they weren't in on Lamar? (laughs) Gosh, it's the fucking stupidest shit. Made me so mad. I'm like, this is like a Super Bowl contending team. Uh, Yeah, like they obviously wouldn't have Bijan, but I don't think that would matter that much at that point. Like, obviously he's amazing, but if you've got Lamar, I think you can sacrifice Bijan to change Ritter to Lamar. I mean, they might not have Bijan, but they might have 
I don't know, who was taken in the second round this year in the draft? Sharbs. Um, yeah. I mean, even late, like, there are a lot of good later guys, like Ken J. Miller, like, stuff like that. So, and, like, Algier's good, too. Like, <laughs> so. Yeah, that, too. He's still, yeah. Yeah, they got CPAT. So, like, I don't, yeah. Anyway, um, in this game, Sorry. I do like, I do like Bijan. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think this game will get out of hand. The total is low. Spread's close. I think it should stay relatively close. And I think the matchup yeah, I mean, lines Arthur up Smith's well for him. a good coach. Yeah. Like, they're going to keep this very, very close, in, at least in my opinion. Like, this shouldn't be more than I don't know, a three, three or four point win. Yeah, either direction, really. But, yeah, I, I like I like Bijan here. I think the it's got to focus around him. So, as it should, yeah. especially with, you know, Christian Harris out. So, but on the Houston side, we saw... Dalton Schultz got a little more involved last week, and I think this is kind of the week for him to really continue that because Atlanta's been a tight end funnel. They've been yeah. shoving stuff in the middle of the field, and especially tight ends. I've all been balling out against them. So I like him to keep it going this week, and I think I'm, I'm going to tank here this week, not uh, not Nico. Do not think this is a Nico week. It's going to be A.J. Terrell on his ass. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so A.J. Terrell matches up super well against Nico Collins. Yeah. He does not match up well against Tank. Yeah, because Tank, it's going to be... I got Okuda and Alford on him, so it's going to be a lot easier than yeah. Terrell. I mean, Terrell, I mean, Nico might get some Okuda, but Tank's going to definitely get more like the easier matchups, I'm going to guess. So, Oof. yeah. But, yeah, Ritter sucks shit. That's my note here. Um, <laughs> he, got the, he got the vote of confidence, so I think we, we could see a switch soon. If you're in a super flex league yes. and Heine's out there, maybe, you know, add, add him ahead of time. Just cause, like he's, for everything we've seen from Heineke, he's been better than Ritter. Like I know, like when we were debating like who's better, Wentz or Heine, it was like you know close. It's like okay, like if Wentz is your competition, is it really that much better? But like yeah, <laughs> especially with this team is the thing. Like I think this team around him is going to be better than the Washington teams. I would agree with that. They have a they already have a strong offensive identity without a quarterback. That's really yeah. impressive. Like and he doesn't have to do a ton, yeah. Like if you overthrow guys on this team, that's okay. Cause they're six <laughs> ten. Yeah, like just get it near them. They are six five or six six. Uh-huh. And Heineke my my big thing on like Heineke over once at a time was like how he handles pressure. And that's like been the big issue with Ritter is like he doesn't have the processor, so he crumbles under pressure. I know. And Heineke could at least, like, get out of pressure and do something. So, it's not always sack or pick. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm taking Houston here. The quarter, the quarterback play for Houston has been so much better than it has for Atlanta. That, like, since it's close, I'm just going to lean Houston here. Yeah. And that's pro- that's pretty much where I'm at. Even though, like, quite frankly... It is set up that the Falcons should probably win this game. So if they win, I won't be surprised. I just, Ritter just puts him in a handicap. Yeah, I, th- I think this is like the, as you say, the muscle and the mozzie. The muscle says Atlanta, the mozzie says Houston. <laughs> yeah. I think it's how it pretty much goes. Yeah. It's like, oh, Atlanta like, matches up well, but also Ritter sucks shit. Oh, man. But um, speaking of you something that's going to suck shit. Um, <laughs> sorry, are we about to add something else on this game? I'll say we want Heine. Yeah, give us that Heine. Give uh, us the Heine. Yeah, New Orleans at New England is up next. I'm taking New England here. Um, Carr's not healthy fully. 
Um, he's listed as questionable. I'll probably try to get him going again, but like, all right. He did that play aside, last week. Yeah, but not well. No, that he did not. Like, like, let me. I think his yards per attempt was like four. I'll double check that, but it was shit. Holy shit! Four? It was. Oh, I was generous. It was three point four. Oh my god, that's so, worse than. Uh, what's his name with Herbert? Uh, oh yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because Camara had thirteen receptions for thirty-three yards. By the way, jeez. So, you had like, obviously the Bucks defense is solid, but like the Pats aren't a pushover. They did lose, so injury wise, they did lose Gonzalez and Judon, so that's a big hurt. But they did get J.C. Jackson back, who, despite sucking shit with the Chargers, was oh, he'll good be with the good Pats. Again. Yeah. yeah, he'll be good again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get to shit on him anymore. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, it was a nice run. And then. Riley Reef was designated to return, which their line's been actually fucking garbage. They really need him back. Uh, <laughs> their line has been really garbage. Yeah, it's been so bad. That's kind of uh, people have kind of overlooked that because everyone's so used to New England's identity being their own line, but they've been hurt and bad. So they really need Reef back, actually. Because I don't think they had on Wenu. Did he miss time? Um, I don't remember He's who exactly missed time. Good guard for them. Because Andrews uh, was playing shaky and Strange was hurt. Yeah. So they have a lot of injuries. Yeah, getting Reef back will help because right now it's Vidarian low at right tackle. Vidarian? Yeah, I almost read Viridian like the Pokemon City. Yeah. Like Viridian lows, you know? Uh, <laughs> the lows in Viridian City. <laughs> yeah, Riley Reef is going to maybe be back. Uh, hopefully he is for them. And then Jack Jones will not be back yet, but Jonathan Jones might be. So. Good news for them. And then for the Saints, yeah. Lonnie Johnson, their safety, and then Jawan Johnson are out. Uh, Pete's questionable, Andrews Pete, but it was concussions. So I don't think he plays. Um, Moreau is back, but again, keep an eye on Carr. Um, injuries aside, though, we're looking at uh, Bill Belichick against Dennis Allen. Yep. So he's gonna he's just going to cut <laughs> circles around Dennis Allen. Like I don't know how else to put it. Um, yeah. I don't know if I have any bangers here because Olave should bang with the injury to Gonzalez and stuff, which I do want to say Gonzalez was balling out like more yeah. or less. And like rookie, rookie corners usually don't start hot. I mean, look at Forbes. Um, yeah. I mean, I, Sertan was really good, but like, it's at rookie corners. Like it's just, it's a tough adjustment no matter how good you are. Um, I mean, like, like that, like sauce and Sertan are kind of exceptions usually, but Olave should do well here, but I don't know, just given the game environment and cars, injury and everything. Um, but streamer-wise, I was kind of interested in um, some of the guys on the Pats. I, I put Mac in here because I had two Pats guys as streamers. Uh, Demario Douglas is one, and then Kendrick Bourne's the other. So Demario Douglas was a, I think, six-round rookie pick. Anyway, late-round rookie pick for the Pats. He's pretty much their only guy with, like, with any pop, which is intentional because they call him Pop. Uh, oh, pop, like Pop Douglas, yeah, which is hilarious. Because um, with with Thornton on IR, they don't have anyone explosive really, and so I think he's gonna kind of keep getting more work. Um, he he got a lot of work week one with Parker out, barely played week two, and then they've got him in more in place of. Juju and expect, yeah, especially more of Juju and then kind of some of Bourne. Um, I think Juju's knee is just too busted up right now. 
Um, but He's I, probably I, blocking a lot, knowing Belichick. That, that too, yeah. But uh, Juju's knee, as you can kind of tell, and he's talked about it a little bit. I, I think his knee's going to do some surgery. Um, but yeah, Demario Douglas is their most explosive guy right now. Him, him and Bourne kind of both are. Um, so I think I like kind of how it's going to look for them. And then they've actually been allowing a good amount of QB rushing, which Mac's not known for, but he can. He can so, do it. So I, I like him on the basis of, you know, liking some of his weapons. This game should stay close. I think they'll want to kind of get right. And then he, you know, he'll have this, the scoot opportunities. I'm also going to say, I think both defenses are going to be viable. Yeah, this I agree. Game. Though I would probably lean New England. Yeah, Sam. But... I mean, both teams could get a pick six in this game, and I would not be surprised. <laughs> like, back-to-back. <laughs> yeah. Um, Kamara, obviously fine, especially PPR-wise, as we saw last week. He doesn't have to do shit, but if he catches the ball 13 times, it's not going to matter. Right. And that was brutal last week for them. Um, but ugh. is there anyone that stuck out to you here? Not really. I did immediately wonder if J.C. Jackson was going to play, and if he did, would he go into the slot, or would he go on the outside? I I think he's going to play. I haven't seen anything about him not. I'm going to assume that he is. When did they get him? Wednesday? I mean, he he knows he knows the system. Right. They kind of need him to play, so I think he <laughs> will. Like, the, given their injuries and him knowing the system, I assume he's going to play. It's more of just, are you allowed to that quickly? And I think he is. I think so. By a certain time. Yeah. Because, I mean, fucking Baker, I mean, last yeah. year, Tuesday to Thursday, I think it's okay. Yeah, that's true. I don't know what the limit is. I, I don't know if it's 24 hours or what, but there is there is a time when you have to cut it down or make your elevations or whatever for the practice squad. But I, I assume he's going to play. Um, yeah. But... Yeah, how I, I I assume Demario Douglas is three K on DraftKings. That's my guess. Um, I really like that call. I did. I bet his touchdown prop. It was like plus six hundred on FanDuel. Um, nice. Which okay, touchdown props are like. So the way I, the way I do my my bet and stuff is game lines come out. I look at that. I'm like, okay, is anything egregious? Then I'll you know, the the prop lines will come out. Um, Usually touchdown stuff comes out first before like all the yards. Like you get you'll get most of the touchdowns and then a little bit of yardage, um, for the most part. So like you'll you'll, you'll see like I feel like Fanduel's the big culprit is like they'll put out their touchdown lines like kind of early, and then you might you can get some good values on it, and then you'll see all the yardage come up, and then I'll look at that, and then it's like okay, then I do the dig in like we do, and then I go back and go okay, is there anything that's sticking out now? But the the touchdown odds like are where I usually jump in first like what let me say it yeah i got demario douglas at plus 600 uh i did i got chase at plus 100 that felt like a decent option just because it's jamar chase and t higgins might sit i'm like so like i think he got at some point yeah i haven't done my uh air yard stuff yet i gotta go back to that um like i got dalton schultz at a good one so i like to do that with touchdowns just to sort of like buoy my stuff a bit just because you know getting your game picks is good but like just hitting like one like fucking like tank dell i got him at like plus five or six hundred the other week on his like week he went off and you know getting five extra units on your on your record can really help and like you know if you lose it's like you missed a game pick but if you win you know it really boots it obviously you don't want to just take dumb touchdowns all the time like that's not good but like where, where like you know where, where are the values there 
So that's kind of yeah, what I get for. What are the values? And you have a sneaky suspicion. On yeah, because and... the Patriots are going to have a bounce back game. We know they have to change things up, and their offense has looked really lame. Yeah, and he 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 kind of lines up with how the Saints have been getting production. It's been like, right? It's been the Bourne and Douglas type of guys who have been doing well, like slot, quote unquote technician type of guys. So it's kind of why I leaned with leaned with Douglas there. Um, but anyway, next up, Tennessee at Indy. How are you feeling here? I am really torn on this game because so Tennessee side of things were the Bengals just awful. Or are they actually like pretty good defensively? And I think both. it's a little bit of both. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Indy really intrigues me. They've been in like every single game this year. Yeah. And like they're what? They lost to the Rams barely. And even Anthony Richardson's first game, they barely lost to the Jags. And the Jags messed up a lot. Like that was not a, an easy win for them. So I think I'm leaning Indy. Tennessee tends to suck when they go to Indianapolis. Not suck, but it's been a a tough place for them to win in. Yeah, this this is this this will be a good game. Um, right now, let me check up still the same. I believe it's forty three and a half. Tennessee favored by two and a half. So we're picking an upset. They were favored by one. Um, wow. I'm not sure why it's grown. I'm a little confused because like the news that has come out has been no Burks, Gifford, or Tart. Um, we'll be getting Kyle Phillips back, and then JT's gonna be back probably. Um, we I won't have, so. yeah, we won't have Darius, Shaq, Leonard, Quiddy Pay, or uh, Riamon, Riamon. Um, at, there's a lot of tackle. He'll be out. It looks like Ryan Kelly will be, Kelly will be back. Um, okay. And then just note that their corner Dallas Flowers is on IR. Um, but yeah, like I don't, okay. I don't get why like Tennessee's a two and a half point road favorite in a divisional game here. It's kind of throwing me off. Um, yeah, I don't get it either. Uh, maybe it's just because, like, their pass funnel, Indy, has been relying on the run. But, like, Richardson can pass. We saw yeah. it last week at the end of the game. Like, he was darting. So, like, I like Pittman here to have a good game, like, a bounce back. I put Pier- I could probably put Pierce slash Dobbs in stream. Like, because it's pass funnel, I think one of them will have some more opportunities. Um, And then, same with Tennessee, like... Indy is also really bad on the outside, so <laughs> I think we might actually get a good D-hop game. Yeah, I would agree with that. I was going to say, is, M- is NPF back? But he's not either. He's he's ruled out for this game. Um, Petit Frere, right? Yeah, he's out. Yeah. So. So, yeah, I don't get it. Uh, I feel like the only things I've seen that would change the line are things that would change the line in favor of Indy. Yeah. <laughs> Unless they're thinking Kyle Phillips is going to come ball out, but... <laughs> Which I did put him in uh, Nicholas Rukakina's streams because Aberks is out. Kyle Phillips has been pretty good in his bits of time. He's just Isn't always he been hurt. Slot, Do what? Isn't he slot, though? Um, I'm not sure how they're going to do it with, with him and Westbrook Akeen. Because like, they both profile as slot guys. I mean, see, Kyle Phillips has gotten like two games worth of snaps in his career so far. He played yeah. one game and then got hurt, and then this is his <laughs> first game back. So, like, I don't know how much he's actually going to play. It might be a little thin, but I think it's just a keep him on your radar type of thing because he was immediately good and then got hurt. So, I'm like, well, I want to see what what's there. But, yeah, yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure. I, I really just don't know how they're going to set that up with Akeen and Phillips. 
I guess I'll you know let what? me look where Akeen's been lining up. Go ahead. I think I'm going to call a Tajay Spears like wheel route down the sideline catch. He should have had one in another game, but fucking Panny missed him. <laughs> okay, if Tanny hits it. <laughs> but yeah, all like, right. it, so Indy's outside corners are so bad. Their inside corners, all right. Um, More, isn't it? Yeah. So I feel a little better about attacking them with the outside. Mm -hmm. That being Um, your D-hop and... So, yeah, so Westbrook Akeen has been a pretty even mix. A smidge more slot, but about the same. Traylon Burks has been about two-thirds wide, one-third slot. Um, I assume Hopkins has been mostly outside based on that. Yeah. Double check, but... Yeah, he's been almost all outside, a little bit of slot. but So I, I'm guessing that Westbrook Akeen and Kyle Phillips will kind of bounce back and forth. Um, obviously, Chris Moore is there, too. I forgot about him. Um, oh, gosh, there's a lot of Moores. I typed in Moore. Um, interesting. <laughs> so Chris Moore has been playing out wide a good amount. So he's kind of been their second primary wide. Um, so I think it's going to be Hopkins and a bit of a jumble. But I want to see kind of who emerges as the second guy. Like, I want to see if Kyle Phillips like kind of goes, hey... I'm going to be a starter. <laughs> I think he should be. I kind of liked Kyle Phillips coming out and then yeah, the cause... injuries took over, but mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm going to keep an eye on that one. Um, but I mean, obviously you're playing Anthony Richardson. He's awesome. He's super cool. Um, he's super cool. God, he's so cool. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Man, he's, he's so fun to watch. He's a fantasy monster. He runs the ball and throws it deep. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> some of his balls were insane at the end it was it was crazy how he was like getting hugged by aaron donald and wrist flicking 40 yard lasers mm. yeah i was gonna say he's also really hard to sack <laughs> he's really hard he's so hard right now <laughs> so hard brother <laughs> but yeah he's so hard to sack yeah <laughs> which that was one of my main things is like yeah he's gonna be a little bit harder to sack than joe burrow with half a leg yeah. <laughs> oh man. But um moving on to our four PM games here. We've only got a couple. Um so actually no we have four this week, never mind. Yeah, we've got we've got six at one PM a London game and a four of the later games. So We Philly, actually have some good four o'clocks. Yeah. Um pretty much I think the most of the good ones are four o'clock. Yeah. Um so we've we've got uh Philly and the Rams. Um it's in LA. 50 and a half point total. Philly's favored by four. I think we're both maybe taking the upset here with the Rams. This is just a, is it, I, I feel like maybe we're on the same thing. It's just Philly's defense has looked awful and there's nothing to suggest to me that they'll be able to stop this McVay Stafford offense with cup and Nakua out there. Yeah. Like it, I do want to check news and be like, Oh, like, is there any more news on how much Cup's actually going to play? Um, but it sounds like he's going to be maybe not full allotment of snaps, but he's not going to be like super limited. Um, I I will say one kind of drawback is Philly does play a fair amount of man, not like a ton, but they're not as zone heavy as some of the teams that the Rams have been crushing. But I think with Cup back, a trio, even like they're they're four, you know, they're top two of Nakua and Cup, and then I guess two dudes the third. They'll mix fan and some, but. I like how they match up against Philly because, like, the Rams, 
they're not like they haven't been relying on efficient running. Like Kyrie's been getting touchdowns, but like they've been they've been passing to win, and so that's kind of how you need to beat Philly. So uh, I did I did just notice the Rams are missing some, which sucks. Um, yeah, so Alaric Jackson has been out, I'm pretty sure, but he's questionable now, so he could come back. Note Boom's out. Yeah, Note Boom is out. But if a Jackson is also out, that's pretty tough. Yeah, he, I think he, I'm pretty sure he missed last week, but, um, so I I guess keep an eye on him, because that obviously would be a bummer, like you said. Yeah. But, well, yeah, what do you think on the Rams here? What's, what's your kind of angle on them? Um, I, I mean... The Eagles just look off. And <laughs> they keep winning, but they don't really look like they're winning. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I know what you mean. You know, uh, I, I mean, I still think that they can beat the Rams for sure, but I I like Stafford. They couldn't get pressure. Who did the Eagles play the other week where they were missing half their linemen? Was that the Washington game or... Uh, no, it was the Vikings game. Oh, okay. So remember that game? They were the Vikings were missing their center and like their left tackle. Yeah. And the they still absolutely torched the Eagles defense. Yeah, they've been run stopping but not pass rushing. Yeah. Right. That shouldn't happen if you have invested in Jordan Davis and Fletcher Cox and uh, the guy they just drafted. Nakobe Dean's been on IR, by the way. Yeah. Um, and then, so Fletcher Cox is out, by the way. And then uh, Pelotu, there we go, is out. Mm. Um, and then Cam Jurgens is also out. Like this oh, line and, has and Derek Brown. Barnett, Brandon Graham, Jordan Davis, Jalen Carter. They won't have Fletcher Cox, but in general, Fletcher Cox and Josh Sweat. You, yeah. There's no way they shouldn't be mauling quarterbacks, especially ones that are using backups. And I haven't seen it yet. Like, I don't know what is going on with them. But they're not playing where they should be at mm-hmm. all defensively. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it could just be the scheme change with Gannon gone. Yeah, yeah. They so they've been stopping the run well still because they've got fucking behemoths on the D line. Um, so I put <laughs> right. Kyron as a mash. He could still do his thing where he gets no yards and two touchdowns and is fine. Um, so like I think in season long you're probably still working with him. But in DFS I'm not really as excited. Again, it's it's more the pass stack for me. Um, I like, I like Hertz a lot here to run. Um, r- the Rams have been kind of a little weaker against running quarterbacks. And then I like Devonte here, um, for the matchup. I believe it was based on the amount of man or zone they play. I think the Rams are zone heavy. If I recall, um, I also think we could see a Goddard bounce back. Okay. What the fuck's up with Goddard? That's kind of, that's kind of my question to you now is what the fuck do you think is up with Goddard? I'm not really sure. I don't know if that was like, you know, a point of emphasis when Steichen was the the OC, like getting the tight end the ball more. But he has really just not been very good, and I don't really know why. I understand they have a lot of mouths to feed on that offense, but like, <laughs> he's a pretty good mouth to feed. <laughs> you got to purr a mouth. <laughs> Let me feed um, it. Yeah, come over I, here, I mean, Goddard. I guess you could say it's the matchups, but even then, like he should have done well against a couple of these teams that they've played. Do they play Atlanta this year? That that's gonna be our real, you know, test. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. Well, they did play uh, 
the Bucks, so maybe they do. Uh, no, they don't get Atlanta. It looks like. No. Okay. So sad. Yeah, we'll we'll see. Maybe the Jets matchup will be it. That might be where they need to get them more involved. But, yeah. Yeah. What? Uh, yeah. What's your kind of? How are you feeling on the Eagles here? Like, who you like from the Eagles? I mean, obviously, starting from Hurts, you're still going with him. I don't necessarily. No, I'll say I re- I think Hurts is a banger. Um, yeah, I mean, he usually doing... is. <laughs> Man, I think I like Devonte. I mean, yeah, I think I think they're a little more zone heavy. Let me double check again. I thought I looked earlier, and they're more zone heavy. Let me grab that again. Just because, like, whether or not, like, usually when teams well, aren't Devontae like loaded, eats zone coverage. Yeah. AJ oh Brown yeah. Eats man. Oh sorry. yeah. They, yeah, I switched it up. Yeah, the the Rams the Rams are more zone heavy. They're like in man less than twenty percent of the time. Those are the painkillers talking. <laughs> um. Yeah, yeah. That that's why I was more on Devonta. If you, if yeah, I, I would say Devonta then. If they do more zone, but I, I mean, AJ Brown is still AJ yeah, Brown. Yeah, you can't go wrong. It's like not like a bad <laughs> choice either way. Yeah, you know. But the scheme will probably benefit more targets to Devonte. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was looking at stacks for this game because obviously you know the game you want to stack will be getting to. But I'm like, okay, I want I want at least investigate other options. Um, this is a really fucking expensive stack, by the way. <laughs> um, Hurts Devonte. Like, well, like, so, like, uh, Cup's expensive, like, Puka's expensive, um, AJ Brown's expensive, Devonta's kind of expensive, so, like, you pretty much have to go Stafford, which is kind of the bummer point, so, like, I, it's kind of hard to, you can't really make Hurts work if you want to stack that game up like that, so I was looking at going, like, Stafford, Puka, Cup, because Stafford's really cheap. And then going Devonta and Goddard because Goddard's down to four four two. So I'm like, yeah, you know, might, might be time. Yeah, I wonder. I think it's worth doing a little investigation into whether or not Goddard seems like someone who would do better against his own coverage. Yeah, the I was looking through the matchups, and part of why I mentioned him was because the Rams. Um, I don't think they've played much tight end talent. Um. I mean, I guess they played Kittle, um, who, you know, 49ers are kind of weird, but the last, like, last week there was a lot of tight end usage, although I guess AR kind of goes, goes to his tight ends a lot, so I don't I don't, I don't really have a good lean on that, per se. Well, I was going to say but it's gonna be high Chicago scoring. just played Washington, and Komet, to be honest, had kind like, wasn't targeted as much, but, I mean... He was the second to DJ Moore, who just exploded. So, like, yeah. that still did fine. He was uh, 5 of 5 for 42 and a touch. So, I feel like the problem with Goddard is that he's going to be Hertz's third. And yeah. unless he plays a team that has really good corners, he's just the third guy. Yeah, which is why I was thinking maybe Jets next week. Yeah. But I think if you're stacking this game, he's the only cheap option. So <laughs> that's got to wind it up there a bit too. What about um Swift? I mean, yeah, I think he's fine. Like, I don't have any like. I mean, he's been getting the he's been the dude. I don't have any real like lean either direction. <laughs> I didn't I didn't put him banger or mash. Like he's is he good expensive? and fine. Um, he's six k on DraftKings. He's really expensive on FanDuel. The running backs that like started cheap and then have been doing well 
got expensive really quickly on <laughs> FanDuel, but not on DraftKings. So like uh A Chan, Mostert, six one, six two, Swift, six, Moss, five eight, Monty, six six. That's all DraftKings. And obviously right. the pricing scaling's different, so they're gonna be more anyway. But like even percentage scale wise, it's not it's not even. Um Yeah. So uh Monty eight five, Mostert eight K, Swift seven seven, A Chan seven five. What the fuck is that? Yeah, and like Kyron seven eight. He's he's six seven on DK, which is a little too expensive anyway, but I'm like, yeah, what the fuck? So <laughs> Yeah, Monty being eight five, he's more expensive than Bijan there. I'm like, what? What in the fuck? <laughs> it's Fendi's funny. Kind of whack, my god. And then they did the thing with Kelsey's price, and they made him uh, eighty seven, eighty nine. <laughs> oh no, my god. Yeah, they, they they hit they hit the T Swift joke there, which is kind of I thought it was kind of funny. Um, but this is a really good game. Um, next up though, um, Cincinnati at Arizona, forty four total. Cincy favored by three, forty four and a half now. This one's going to depend on injuries for me. Because um, <laughs> Higgins is questionable. Um, Awuzier and Hendricks are questionable. Um, Davis Davis Gaither is uh, out. And then Irv is back. Burrow's been practicing fully. Um, on the Arizona side, we've got Ledbetter out. Uh, as far as IR guys coming back, Dennis Daly may return. Um, he's he's a guard. I don't, I don't know if he'd start or not, but he might just be some depth at least. Um, and then Garrett Williams will not be back quite yet. Um, I thought I saw an update just recently on Hendrickson that said he was going to be kind of likely to play. Although I don't know if I buy that because um, Zach Taylor said that he felt good about Awuzier and then he didn't practice Friday. So I'm like, well, I don't know. So Hendrickson at the back, he's questionable. Zach said um, he's expected to play. That's the thing Zach said. Someone said he's expected to play. So we'll see. But like if he... You know, if he does, oh yeah, Cam Taylor Brisk questionable too. Um, Zach Zach said he feels good about him playing as well. Um, <laughs> Hend- Hendrickson keep keep an eye on him, and then T and T and Louisier feel a little more iffy. Um, so I, I'm gonna need the injury news for this one. I think I um I'm saying fuck it. <laughs> I am tired of picking the Bengals and watching them shit all over themselves. So this one's for Bengals fans. I'm taking the Cardinals. Please <laughs> prove me wrong. Because they are clearly the better team. They're so talented. And I have this running theorem that the Cardinals are a litmus test for your head coach. If you have a good head coach or good coordinators, you will beat this team. And if you do not, you will lose. Now, Lou Anarumo is carrying a lot right now. <laughs> And I think he alone might be enough. But I want to see Zach Taylor fucking beat this team. I am, like, I'm so convinced that he is holding this team back. And the only thing I can liken it to is something I've talked about before, is, like, Mike McCarthy with Rodgers and the Packers. Is Your quarterback is so good, and you have really good skill positions, that they're just essentially covering up what is bad coaching and you end up getting stuck with them because you're never bad enough to fire your head coach, but you can mm-hmm. never take that next step. And part of me like low key thinks it might be better for the Bengals to just be bad so they can get a new head coach <laughs> and become good again. So 
for all the Bengals fans, I'm taking the Cardinals. I hope that I will jinx it because I'm I can't do it anymore. I can't keep like I <laughs> I feel bad for them that like we kind of root for the Bengals by proxy just because our friend group has a lot of Bengals fans in it, and this is torture. Get Jamar the ball. The Cardinals are not a good team. Yeah, so I put Chase as a banger because, like, he's been reliably getting the ball. Like I mentioned, the the plus 100 touchdown bet felt good. Um, He's been viable every game, pretty much. Um, I begrudgingly put Mixon on here. Um, (laughs) The Bengals line has not really been pass blocking as well as they should be, but, like, on paper, they've got a talented line. I think they can at least get some run push for him. Mixon had, like, an okay efficiency game last week, surprisingly, against Tennessee. Um, that might have just been because Tennessee was, you know, trying to just keep them from getting anything crazy going. But he's pretty much had the best stat line against Tennessee on the on the ground, which is kind of funny. Um, I'm a Mixon hater, but this is the matchup <laughs> for him. That's kind of, like, it's been, you know, running backs have been doing fairly well against Arizona. Um, and on and the other side, this is hard to tell how much is the matchups and game scripts, but running backs have been doing pretty well against the Bengals as well. Um, teams that want to run have been running. Again, it's partially been, you know, they've been up and able to, but like Arizona wants to run. They've been running with Connor and Dobbs. Um, so like, I think Connor should be in for a solid game. Um, but I don't know. It's Again, it's tough. Just like, until I see like an actual full game of the Bengals looking like themselves, I'm going to be unsure. I don't even need a full game. I just need the second half because that's that was always kind of their thing was they were a, a late starting team. Yeah, they, I mean, they had a decent second half against the Ravens, but then it went the poo-poo after that. Yeah. So that's like, kind of tough for me. Cardinals secondary. Quantrez Knight. Andre Chichere. Like... <laughs> Who are these people? Yeah, it's insane on paper that I can't just auto-lock Cincinnati. I'm like, what right. the actual fuck? Like, before the season and, like, looking at this and just seeing the names, I'm like, there's no way this should be remotely tough. But Cincinnati's just been fucking twiddling their dicks. And Zach Taylor, like, forgets he has good skill players. He fucking calls it, like, Joe Lombardi, Nathaniel Hackett bullshit when he's got, like, one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Like, top, you know, 3-5 receiver in the league. Like... He's also got a number two that most teams would have as a number one. I'm just like, I don't know what what he's doing, and like he's he's done this other years too, and but he's like he's been figured out. But I'm like, why does it take you four games to realize like your team's good? Right. I I'm just I'm over it. Prove me wrong. Dominate this team. You yeah. can. Yeah, I'm 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 staying away from this betting wise for sure. Yep, me too. Oh man, but anyway. Game of the week, I think maybe one of the games of the week. Kansas City at Minnesota coming up. Uh, we're both taking Kansas City. The uh, the line right now we've got uh, fifty three total. Uh, Kansas City is favored by three and a half. That's down from four and a half, and I want to say I think they'll cover. I do too. Um, I do think the total like might still be too low. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> um, yeah, like Kansas City can hit that alone. I mean, right? I <laughs> they can at least get Kirk forty. Is good for twenty second half points. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, injury wise, the main thing is Bolton uh, should be back. That's yeah. like the only real major injury note. Um, I need to check if Dickerson. He's kind of been some deep line rotation death for the Chiefs, but um, otherwise it seems like everything's kind of all good. Um, 
Yeah. Obviously, um, the Chiefs want to have a get-right game because they, they still won, but it was a very tough game, and they didn't look all together offensively. And they get a great defense to do that against with Minnesota, who is reeling right now defensively. So, yeah, I think the Chiefs um, could put up like a monthly scoring record, or at least like a four-week scoring record. Um, So they play the Vikings, the Broncos, the Chargers, and the Broncos the next four weeks. And then the Dolphins and the Eagles and the Raiders. Like... They're going to put up a stupid amount of points the next, like, month and a half. Two months, really. One of the uh, things I wanted to bring up, but I waited until this game, is that I'm starting to sniff, like, get that smell of fuckery week coming up. And I don't know if it'll be this one, but I do think it's going to happen shortly, meaning, like, the next three weeks or so. And when that happens, my go-to is to find the one game that you think has a pretty good chance of not like experiencing the fuckery of that (laughs) week. So for me, I'm pretty sure any lineups I do that are all day slates are going to almost exclusively be Kansas city, Minnesota. I mean, like it's, it's not hard to, is the thing, especially on DraftKings. Like they're not really making you like work for it that hard. So city other than Mahomes and Kelsey, they don't really have a, you know, like a stud wide receiver that's going to be really expensive or even running back. Yeah, like Pacheco's cheap, but like I like Rice a lot this week. He's He's been their best receiver. Um, Ooh, yeah, I like Rice this week too. And I like McKinnon again. I mean, that tracks. He, in the shootouts, he's been pretty solid. I think yep. like any this whole game's in play. Like um, <laughs> Rasheed Rice has been getting like half the snaps the last two weeks. Um, target wise... Um, he got, he like, he got five last week that led all receivers. He, um, he's like, it's been seven and five the last two weeks. That's only second to Kelsey. Um, and then red zone looks, he got three last week and wasn't able to convert. Um, so like, I think he's in for a pretty good game. He's cheap. He's like three, six. So he found his way right into my lineup on the uh, Minnesota side. Um, I mean, obviously Justin Jefferson, I like Addison too. Um, he's pretty cheap. I wouldn't, I wouldn't even be shocked if we got an Osborne game, but, like, Addison's only 5'3", so I don't think you need to go to Osborne. Um, yeah, I think Addison had a really bad week last week, so mm-hmm. he, his price probably dropped, but Addison's good. Yeah, and then on FanDuel, uh, Hawkinson's super cheap. He's only 6'8 there, so I'm pretty much doing that game different ways on each site. I'm doing right. it more Viking-heavy with Kirk on FanDuel, and then I'm doing it uh, more more cheapy with Mahomes on DraftKings. <laughs> cool. But like, this is this like the only other game I'm really looking at stacking is that Philly Rams one. Yeah, I feel that. Like shit. Don't do any 1 p.m. games. For, you know what? <laughs> like you you can play Dolphin. Like go you need, like A Chan yeah. might get fucking 30 again. I don't know. Right. But <laughs> otherwise, like I mean, I could I could maybe see Tennessee Indy just because the secondaries are so bad. But, I mean, the, 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 late, the late games are the bangers. Like, these two games, Philly, Rams, Casey, Minnesota, like, that's where my attention is. Yeah. So, are there any, like, Kansas City receiver-wise, was it Rice for you, or was there anyone you were really looking at? Or Yeah, I like Rice. Me too, man. I love Rice. Great for the tummy. So good. <laughs> <laughs> 
honestly, dude, like white rice, this is kind of funny because like whenever like your dog's stomach hurts, the vet just tells you like, okay, give them chicken and white rice. I'm like, that's what I eat. What am I stomach hurting? Yeah. <laughs> woof, woof. Got the dog in me. <laughs> um. Oh God, I saw this clip. It was the funniest fucking shit. It was Hulk Hogan uh, like doing a dog bark. <laughs> and he was like... <laughs> Hold on, let me see if I can just play it. I know playing a phone clip on a podcast is terrible audio, but it was so fucking funny. He just went like, bark. <laughs> he just <laughs> said bark in a fairly manly fashion. It was the funniest shit. Um, but anyway, is there anything specific from this game you're looking at, or is it just overall, like, juicy? Yeah, no, this is just fu- the fireworks show. Yeah. All right, here we go. Let's see if I can get this going. Did you hear that? Mark. <laughs> it was just so funny to me. It was absurd. I, yeah, wrestling's funny as fuck. Um, anyway, uh, next up, we've got the Jets at Denver. We're both taking the Jets, who are underdogs here. So, yeah. I guess they're on the road in Denver, so I guess that makes sense. But Yeah, they're on the road. Denver's a fucky place. I'm, I'm fine with it. Um. I am going to take the upset. I just, Same. uh, I'm hoping. Yeah, I like, uh, I like Brees a lot here, personally. Oh, yeah, baby. They, they mentioned, they mentioned that the snap count or, like, you know, the pitch count is quote unquote not there anymore. Mm hmm. So, I don't think that means nice he's going to get run. 20, but. I think yeah. he could. <laughs> I mean, but touches, yeah. I'm not cares. I think, like, total touches, oh, we can no, see 20. Yeah. I, yeah. I was saying fantasy points. Like, oh, oh, yeah. oh, fantasy points. Yeah, I meant like touches. Yeah. <laughs> the fantasy points, I think 20 is pretty in, in, in reach. Given yeah. Denver. Like, yeah. <laughs> Denver's been really bad at tackling. Mm-hmm. Which I really like for Brees. Yeah. So, yeah, talk to me about your Jets here. What, what are you kind of feeling for them? What, like, game script do you think we're going to get? Well, I am a little worried about DJ Reed being out as well as Brandon Eccles. Cause that's your number two corner on the other side of sauce. Um, Michael Carter is still playing. He's your nickel slot guy, And they still, they have all of their safeties back. So I actually happen to like that middle of the field defense a lot more than whoever would be your second outside receiver, which for the Broncos if I'm not mistaken, should be Marvin Mims. You would assume you'd have Cortland Sutton on one side, Marvin Mims on the other. Sutton draws sauce. Judy's in the slot. So he gets Michael Carter, who's pretty good. But then you have Mims all alone with the third string corner. They... So I don't know, Sean Payton. Maybe you should fucking put in Marvin Mims. He got up to 35% last week. That was more than his previous. That was a season high. Um, okay. So, I mean, yeah, they really need to get in the ball more. He's so good. He's so good, man. Ah. Uh, really so, um, other injuries and news notes. Uh, obviously, Randy Gregory's gone. Um, keep an eye on Javante. He is, he got some practice in, but I just, you know, I, I can't help but think they're going to be pretty cautious with him. Um, and then, uh, Cushenberry, great name, and Purcell are questionable. Um, PJ Locke and Baron Browning were designated to return, but not quite back yet. Um, and then for the Jets, um, what else was there? I think, I think we covered the Jets ones. Um, 
Oh yeah, they designate some guys to return with um, Carter, Warren, and Jarek Bernard Converse. I don't know if they'll end up, you know, playing a ton on their back, but they could be back this week. You know, depth's always good. Um, but aside from Brees, like given the corner injuries, I think we could see more viability from Judy or Sutton. Um, who do you think Sauce goes on, or do you think he kind of just plays aside, or what do you what do you expect from him? I fully expect him to stick on a side, but I would expect him more on Sutton and um, Judy predominantly in that slot area, which for me, I I wouldn't like for them. <laughs> They're like Michael Carter, the, the second, second Michael Carter has actually been pretty solid there as the nickel and they have their free safety back. Uh, Tony Adams, who was doing really well before he got hurt. Um his his return is why I still feel good about taking the Jets. Because if he was out and DJ Reed was out, that's like half the field that I'm mm. a little nervous about there. Gotcha. Yeah. I one one guy I do want to mention is um if we find out Javante won't play, Jaleel McLaughlin does come into consideration. He's just a lot more exciting than P Ryan and they throw yeah. passes to him. So He's pretty cheap DFS-wise, so that's someone, too, where um, whenever you can get, like, the late window switch, that's always worth, like, at least considering just because of how under-rostered versus how rostered they should be you're going to get them at, so. Yeah. That happened with uh, Kyron that, like, first or second week. eight last week against the Jets. Yeah. That he was... did run really angry, but Dude. He, he did look really good. <laughs> <laughs> I love how everyone is like he's trying so hard to punish the ground. I'm like, yeah, he, he looks like he's, yeah, he's trying to leg press the turf away from him. Is <laughs> the the electric horse? Yeah, there we go. There's like, what's that one? What's the one Pokemon? It's not not electric horse, but like an electric uh... zebra. Zebra. Yeah, what's that one? Zeb Striker. Yeah, that's Pacheco. Yeah, <laughs> he's a cool mon. I like <laughs> yeah, I know we did like our quarterback uh, Pokemon comparisons, but we got stuff for running backs. Oh yeah, yeah, this is definitely Pacheco right here. Oh yeah, Substrika, yeah. Mildly hey. angry. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Um, moving on to the Sunday night game, Dallas at San Fran. This is gonna be a good game. I I think it will be. Yeah, I, I mean, do think there is a chance San Fran crushes them. I mean, they're I think I mean they're always just with San Fran, right? Like right. <laughs> with any team they play, they can start just snowballing. Um, as far as injuries go, Elijah Mitchell's out, which means a ton of CMC. You know, obviously he gets all the touches. Uh, Feliciano is questionable. His is a concussion, so I don't think he's gonna play. So far, we have we haven't had anyone Sunday to Sunday get concussed and play. Um, right. Which I don't think he is starting, but it's worth no- noting that okay, like you know, at least. One of your line depth is hurt. Or wait, had yeah, he had he been I starting? I don't think no? so. Did, did he just get in late in the game? Let me look. Hold on, because he's not he's not on the depth chart. So did he get? Hold on, I'm kind of confused. Because they did have Williams and Banks, Brendel, and I think Colton McKibben. He's he's been playing like twenty percent of snaps. That's so weird. That is strange. It's, I don't know if it's been blowout or like. So I mean, I guess they do go extra linemen sometimes, but. I don't know. That's kind of weird. Maybe it's for certain play sets. And I'll, I guess I'll look into that at some point. That's just kind of a weird thing. But either way, probably out. Um, and then for Dallas, uh, Hendershot is out. Uh, 
Damone Clark is questionable. And then, of course, you know, Diggs is on IR. Yes. Okay. So my concern with Dallas for this game is that the Niners strike me as a team that can absolutely nullify somebody like Parsons. Yeah, that was my main concern. (laughs) And if they do that, Dallas's defense becomes really sketchy with, you know, digs out and that like they could just get torched. Yeah, my one of my things was I do think Dallas will be able to keep up this week with their line healthy. Um, San Fran's got that good front, but if, they've, if they're able to neutralize it some with a healthy line, like the secondary is not going to be able to keep up with Lamb. So Oh, for sure. So, like, I was looking at this game, and I, I will probably take the over here. This is one of the few I feel confident in because I'm looking at it, and I'm like, I like the matchup for CMC. I like it for Pollard. I like it for Lamb. I like it for Ayuk. I'm like, if I like four players in this game, like specifically matchup wise, I'm going to take the over 45 here. So, yeah. And I would say both the quarterbacks as well. Yeah. Just off of that. And like even stream wise, it's always tough to tell a San Fran who's exactly going to ball out. But I think it's worth mentioning Dowdle and Ferguson. Um, Dowdle's healthy and they get involved a little bit to keep the load off Pollard. And then, I mean, Fergie was, Fergie's been doing well. So. Yeah, I'm glad because they drafted a tight end. They added another like they've got like four, but he's still getting the majority of the targets. Yeah, I will say there's a chance he does have to block more this week. But yeah, with the line healthy, that may help him out a bit. But yeah, I you I feel like I you should smash right like because because Debo's kind of banged up. He's going to play, but he's been banged up and he's been banged up. But I don't see an injury designation on him. Yeah, um. I think I don't know if he mentioned it or something, but there was a note of him like them saying he's not going to be hundred percent, but he's going to play. Let me try to okay. find that. Um, but either way, um, Ayuk's been absolutely smashing in his full games with yeah. Purdy. Um, so yeah, his his knee injury is going to be managed through the practice week, and I don't know if, that, if that's like this week specifically or like all the weeks. But I mean, no one's a hundred percent, obviously, but. They've got him kind of on like a practice schedule to manage his knee. So I assume like, you know, game that comes around, he'll be good to go. But I, I, I'm expecting more Ayuk here than Debo. I think that's fair. I would say if I'm Shanahan, I'm probably trying to scheme quick stuff. So like I would like to have Debo at 100%. Mm-hmm. Just because I don't want Purdue to have to hang on to the ball for too long. Um because we know that Dallas has a good pass rush. So to try to neutralize that, let's try to get some shorter stuff out there, like screens to Debo and, you know, having the line roll a certain way. Yeah, I mean, if he's playing an athlete, they're going to use him. But I was just like to keep... I like to take note of certain guys like Debo and A.J. Brown if they've had some injury designations throughout the week. Yeah. No, I think that's fair. I would still say I like Ayuk more because his rapport with with Purdy's been insane. But I I think I still like Debo this week. Oh yeah, I don't dislike anyone in this game per se because like the, these defenses, their strength is like the line, the pass rush. I think they're both going to be able to kind of nullify each other's strength there. Right. It's <laughs> pretty much where I'm at. Forty five's kind of low. I'm I think I'm with you on the over there. Yeah. One of, like, the two totals I take in a given week. Maybe three totals, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, this will be. This is going to be, I hope, a great Sunday night game. It looks to be one. So, 
Hell yeah. Um, and then lastly, Green Bay, Vegas. I'm taking Green Bay. Um, Vegas is favored by one now. Um, it's moved. I guess the Jimmy G playing was part of it. I don't know. Um, I don't but what the fuck? <laughs> Hold on. Vegas favored by two and a half. Are you shitting me? What the hell? What's that? Did it something? Fuck. What the fuck did I miss? Um, I think you and I are both on the same page that like this this is probably a Packers win so I don't know why they would have switched was why would all the money be on like I don't know and like I think that line's gonna go back down yeah I'm not sure that's on DraftKings let me look at other sites because like Devontae and Hobbs are both questionable they didn't neither of them practiced on uh right like did someone for the Packers news come out I mean, they announced Bakhtiari would miss the season, but that's not, like, a surprise. I don't know. Right. Literally he nothing's changed. And, like, I updated this this morning, and, like, nothing's changed. So I'm so confused. Like, I mean, Jimmy's officially out of protocol as of tonight, but it's. I think it was – I mean, he was full participant today, and, like, it, he was on track to come back. I don't know. I guess that's it. I don't get it. Anyway, um, so keep an eye on Hobbs and Devontae. Um and then Curtis Bolton's on IR for the Raiders and then for the Packers. Uh, Musgrave made it through protocol. Uh, Desiree, or reminder that uh, Batiar is on IR. Devondre Campbell in practice Friday, so keep an eye on him for tomorrow. Um, Stokes is designated to return for Green Bay. So um, if he's back and uh, Jair's playing, that's a nice boost for them. Um, right. And then, of course, Jones and Watson should see more snaps. They got like a little bit last, like they got like I think half the game last week. Let me double check, but pretty much worked them in. Jones got thirty five percent, Watson got forty six percent. So I think they'll be, you know, ten days removed, probably full more or less. And I'm like, I don't know who's gonna stop Watson on the Raiders besides yeah, Love. I mean, with yeah, Ho- with Hobbs out. <laughs> yeah, Jordan Love could stop ankle. him. <laughs> yeah, the, Jordan Love's the only one that can stop Christian. Yeah, because Hobbs has been out, so he, he's gonna have like. He's been out for, I think, a game, maybe two, but um, at least one. So he'll have to work his way back. And then Devonta got, he landed on his shoulder in the game in the game last week. So, mm-hmm. man, I don't understand this one at all. I don't either. Like, even, like, with Jordan Love being as inaccurate as he is, he's not inaccurate in the same way Daniel Jones is inaccurate. Right? <laughs> like when Daniel Jones is inaccurate, it's a pick six. He makes he makes bad decisions. Jordan <laughs> Love's is just inaccurate. When Jordan Love is inaccurate, it's like 30 yards past what anyone <laughs> yeah. would consider to be an interception. Yeah, so he like... just sails that shit. <laughs> um but yeah, I don't I don't get why the Raiders are favored. I'm I'm baffled. I guess because it's at home and Jimmy G is back. I don't know. Like they're not. They've got Devonte and Jacobs and Crosby. I mean, I'll take the Packers head coach. Yeah, and the Raiders. Exactly. That's that, that's honestly a big part of it. Like the floor is such a better head coach than Dennis Allen or not Dennis Allen. Wow. Um, former Raiders coach Dennis Allen, but current Josh McDix. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I initially had the over here, but I think 45 might be about right, especially injury pending. So I'm gonna kind of remove that note for now. I'll see on that. Like if Devonte plays, I think we back at the over. But mm-hmm. um, because I think last week everyone saw like the Packers get you know run over, and that might be a little too fresh. Everyone's like, oh, like because this is one thing I thought was like, okay, 
Jacobs could do that, and that could be the Raiders' path to victory. But their defense is a lot worse than the Lions' defense, so I don't know. Right. Yeah. I think the Packers were also missing more people defensively last week. Um, I can double check. Um, I mean, I'm pretty sure they were missing Devontae Campbell as well. They were missing Campbell, right? Yeah. And he might be out again, but he could also be in it since it's Monday. Yeah. So they they were... So they were missing... I don't know. They, They, like... I pretty much everyone good is questionable. I'll I'll dig back a bit into that because they were missing a lot of guys for that. Yeah, he played again. He played okay. So um, they were missing. They didn't have Elton Jenkins. They didn't have Jair, right? Um, or Devondre Campbell. Also no Bakhtiari. They had like half of Aaron Jones and Watson. So yeah, like again, if we get Stokes and Jair, then I I I'm just not following this one. I don't know. This one's well, I mean, moved if a Aaron lot. Jones and Watson are hobbled, then that, you know, then yeah, I understand I, I, it. I don't think, like, they, like, because LaFleur pretty much came out and said, like, the they kept them limited on purpose. Right. Like, both of them and their plan is to give them more work this week. So I'm like, okay, I'm moving forward to give them more work. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Christian Watson should ball on him. Like, <laughs> yeah. This is one of the where I'm just like not following why the like why the spread has grown. It makes zero sense right, to me. It's not moving in the direction I would expect. Yeah, they might just be like trying to welcome in money for a side. I don't know, but because this open <laughs> Green Bay favor, which made sense by one, I was like that right. sounds right. But I don't know. Maybe people are just taking the Vegas side and they're leaning into it. I don't know. Weird. Anyway, that'll do it. Um, <laughs> good weekend of football coming up here. It looks like. Um, especially those 4 p.m. games. I'm looking forward to that. Um, but in the meantime, you can find us online at mozzieandthemuscle.com. You can find us on Twitter at mozzieandmuscle. And since you know where to find us here, uh, let your friends know where to find our podcast. Um, yeah. Thank you for tuning in. We'll be back soon.